What's up, guys? My name's Cameron, and welcome back to another episode of the Red Devil Roundup. Last night, Manchester United drew 1-1 with Southampton in a very underwhelming match, underwhelming performance, and it ended up being an underwhelming result. Um, I think given the strong start we had, the signings we've made, and Southampton's slow start to the season, we really should have been not only taken three points away from that game, but we should have done it confidently and comfortable. Um, we should have been a lot more comfortable in the way that we played, and we should have been able to get the result a lot earlier, or at least get a result earlier, um, as opposed to fighting tooth and nail in the final minutes to try and get um, a winning goal, which we were unable to. And to be fair, Southampton actually looked like if any side was going to do that, it was probably more likely to be them, um, given they missed a couple of great chances, uh, in the, not dying moments, but in the last you know, 15, 20 minutes of the second half. Um, which is really disappointing. Uh, you know, getting off to such a strong start against Leeds last week. The players looking good. The players looking comfortable. Well-oiled machine, unified, um, and looking hungry. And like they, you know, they're ready to win titles. Um, to then this performance yesterday is just a big, well, it's a big U-turn in terms of the uh, way that we're playing, and it's just really, really disappointing to see. Because as to how it'll affect the players, I don't know. Um, maybe they'll bounce back next week against Wolves. Maybe we'll start a little blip in form, and you know might actually alter some results going forward as well, which I really hope it doesn't because the best thing they need to do is just put it in the back of their mind and get back to business like they showed last week. But yeah, it was just a flat performance. Like We didn't look comfortable. We didn't look settled. We didn't play good attacking forward football. We weren't on the front foot for much of the game. We had a few chances here or there, but overall, it was just a really disappointing, lackluster performance, and I don't think we deserve three points anyway. So look, yeah, I know Oli came out and said something along the lines of... Um, you know, Southampton actually could have won it, you know, um, in the dying minutes. So it's good that they didn't, but also so could we. And obviously acknowledging the fact that both either side could have won it, but it's not how a game like that should be played. We really should be putting that game to bed early. Um, and yeah, it's disappointing. Really, really disappointing. I was furious after the game. I've calmed down a bit now, but just very, very underwhelmed is how I'm feeling. Um, just thinking back on that performance now. Like, it's not like it was an exhilarating game and they parked the bus with six at the back. Well, they did park the bus, but it's not like... You know, we're on the front foot, we played well, we were dominating, we just, you know, we missed that cutting edge, that, you know, that one chance in front of goal. We didn't look good. And even when they were playing five at the back, they still were actually creating chances. How on earth were we allowing that to happen? I don't know. Well, I do know. But, yeah, I guess I'll get to that in a little bit. But look, we're going to look at the lineup. David De and goals, fine choice, and fine performance. He was definitely one of the best players out there yesterday. Wan-Bissaka, Maguire, Lindelof, and Shaw were our back four. Um, I mean, I was okay with that selection. I thought we may start Varane over Lindelof. Um, evidently didn't, but look, Lindelof was brilliant against Leeds defensively, and he also got that assist, uh, I think for Bruno. Um, so look, I think understandable that he played him again, as opposed to putting in a brilliant performance and getting dropped immediately for a new signing. Um, but yeah, I mean, as expected, that's probably the back four and I mean, they were, they weren't great. They were okay. Um, individually, I'm thinking about it. One Bissaka got forward well, um, created a couple of chances with a couple of decent crosses. Um, he played off Sancho quite well for like, I don't know, first 10, 15 minutes of Sancho was off the bench. Um, but defensively, Maguire was pretty poor. He nearly gave away a goal at the end, which De Gea spared his blushes with a great save. But he was really disappointing. Lindelof didn't do much. And even Shaw, he got forward a couple times, but he's not quite looking like the Shaw of uh, 2021 yet. So we'll see. Um, and look, Oli played as our defense mid double pivot. He actually took out Scott McTominay and brought in Nemanja Matic, which I think cost us. Not saying it cost us the game, but it certainly... Um, Cost our performance. I think Matic was off the mark and Fred was really disappointing. I mean, Fred's one of those players who always has a lot of energy, he works hard, and he made it just a nuisance for like opposing midfielders. But his distribution was shocking. Um, 
And it kind of showed as well, because you see Paul Pogba get the ball and he'd slap a ball 40 yards, hit feet, hit chest, play it perfectly in the run of a player in behind. And Fred, you know, he'd get his head up, he'd open up, and he'd hit the ball either straight to an opponent, or he'd, there was a few that went out for a throw-in. And I was I was pulling my hair out by the uh, second half watching him play. He was really disappointing. Um, and look, I don't mind Fred as a player, but his performance yesterday, along with the Man matches, just was not good enough. Um, and I think we missed Scott McTominay. Um, and then Bruno Fernandes was at 10. And look, he had a pretty... Based on his incredibly high standards that he sets for himself with his, I guess, phenomenal performances week in, week out, he's pretty average. Um, he still threatens. He still gets forward. And look, he always works hard, which you've got to commend. But um, it wasn't his best game. But look, he can't be perfect and can't carry us week in, week out. Um, and then our front three was Paul Pogba at left midfield, Anthony Marshall at striker, and Mason Greenwood at right mid. And again, Paul Pogba I thought was quite good. I thought Mason Greenwood was quite good as well. I thought Marshall was a bit of a letdown. Um He's out of the game for the most part. Didn't get his foot on the ball much. Didn't have much of a presence up top. Didn't really link up well with any, like, you know, with Pogba or Sancho, even Bruno. Um, I think, yeah, he didn't do much to kind of help his cause to try and get back into the starting lineup. And I think if I was Oli, I'd be playing Greenwood at a striker next week and Jaden Sancho on the right. But, uh, yeah, I guess with that lineup, I think Martial, Fred, and McTominay were probably the biggest disappointments in terms of their performances yesterday. Uh, no disrespect to them, but, yeah, just not good enough. Um, and it kind of showed throughout the game. Um, our best performers, in my opinion, um, I'd say there were three. It was uh, definitely David De Gea, uh, Paul Pogba, and Mason Greenwood. Uh, De Gea was good when called upon. He made a couple saves from um, James Ward-Prowse free kicks. Um, look, they weren't crazy saves, but I think it was testing, and he did his job, and he did well. He looked strong off crosses coming into the box, punching them away. Uh, he stood his ground well, and he was actually very demanding of his defense, which I've kind of had problems with him previously. Because um, he's actually almost very like placid, very relaxed, very chill. Um, you know, he's not, I guess they say a lot of goalkeepers are psychopaths. He doesn't have that kind of vibe about him. He's not sitting there screaming at his back four, you know, you know, you know, track your man, whose man is that, who's letting him loose, shot, you know, stop the shot, block it. He's not, like, I guess, one of those really aggressive, ferocious keepers that you've seen, like, you know, play, you know, goalkeepers like Oliver Kahn back in the day, um, Petacek, you know, they were very, even like Schmeichel, um, very aggressive, very in their defender's face, and De Gea's never been like that. But he looked like it yesterday, and he's looking hungry, and he's playing well so far. So I think he was actually, he'd be my man of the match. He was definitely the best on ground, and he made a brilliant save on uh, Adam Armstrong when Maguire got dispossessed, and he was thrown on goal 1v1. Uh, Dave stood his ground, he was relaxed, he was composed, and he got down low to make the save, and yeah, that actually saved us a point, because um, had he not saved that, we would have uh, gone on to lose the game, I reckon. Um, and look, other two good performances uh, were probably Paul Pogba and Mason Greenwood, in my opinion. Mason Greenwood got a goal. Pogba got a brilliant assist. He did really well to, you know, uh, double step over, beat an opponent, dink it into Bruno, get it back, and then lay it off to Greenwood, who then scored. Um, and look, he's just Pogba throughout the game, and it was the same last week, and it's the same every week. He finds space. He gets his foot on the ball. He switches play quickly. You know, he's got brilliant vision, and he's so composed in possession. He draws fouls. He draws plays out of position. He creates chances. He gets forward. He can shoot from range. He just looks dangerous in the attacking third. And uh, he did that again yesterday. Like, it wasn't his best performance, but he still did well. And Mason Greenwood got a nice goal. And again, he was playing on the right-hand side um, up until Jaden Sancho came on. And he looked good. He wasn't brilliant, but again, not his natural position because he is a natural number nine. And he showed that against Leeds last week, um, which was like a brilliant performance as a striker. But look, he still did well yesterday. He got into dangerous positions. And he's one of those players, you can't give him half a chance and they did and he scored. Um, and at the end of the day, he didn't put that chance away. We probably lose that game anyway. So, look, I think he did brilliantly as well. So those three are probably my three best players uh, for yesterday's game. But I think, look, looking at the team and the players that underperformed, who do I think should be getting minutes? 
if I was Ollie, I've always been pro Van der Beek, but I kind of understood to an extent last year not just throwing him in the starting lineup week in, week out. I think he should have got more game time than he did, but I think it was... Uh, I understood Ollie not just turning him into like, you know, one of our first-choice midfielders immediately. But I think now it's about time he gave him a shot. Uh, yesterday's game showed that Fred and uh, Matic weren't good enough, and if it were me, I'd be bringing in McTominay. Um, I'd be giving him the start again because he was brilliant against Leeds, and I was surprised that he actually didn't get to start yesterday. Um, but I'll be playing McTominay and Donny van der Beek uh, in the midfield, sitting behind Bruno Fernandes. And I think it's it's worth a try. We need to play more on the front foot. We need to create chances. We need to attack teams, especially teams like Southampton or Wolves, who we've got next week. Um, I think we need to play much more attacking sort of uh, uh, structure. So I think I'll be playing McTominay and van der Beek. Get him to play a double pivot if you have to, or get McTominay to sit deep and let van der Beek push forward and assist Bruno. Um, and up top, I like I said before, I would bring on Jaden Sancho for Martial, but then put Sancho on the right and Greenwood at nine. Um, and other than that, oh, and I'd also bring in Varane for Lindelof. And I think we probably will see that because defensively we weren't brilliant. We leaked chances and we didn't look solid. Um, so look, it's not like the Leeds game where Lindelof was one of the best players on the pitch and it would be a crime to drop him. I think now would be a good time to give Varane minutes because someone like him standing next to Harry Maguire, I don't think we're going to be leaking chances like we did. He's aggressive. He's a natural-born winner. He's experienced. The guy's played in 14 finals and won them all. Like, he is hungry to win. And I think a player like him, against a side like Wolves, or even had he played against Southampton yesterday, there's not going to be, you know, some half-assed chances leaking through, players getting dispossessed. You know, if he's pl- the other back four or the other players in the back four aren't doing their job, he will be in their face. He'll be letting them know. He'll be making them do their job and ensuring he doesn't leave the rest of the squad um, caught out. And I also think defensively, he'll be better. He'll close down shots faster. He'll win balls in the air. Um, and I think Oli will bring him in this week because at the end of the day, we can't afford to drop any more points. It's got to be a matter of get him in, solidify the defense, improve the team, and just start churning out points. And that's three points at a time. Um, so I think Varane will start, as now, start from now on as well. And he'll have to start most of our games here on in, other than Cups. Um, yeah, so look, next up, we've got Wolves, which is uh, next Sunday, I believe. Oh, no, next Monday, maybe? Next Monday. Um, or at least for me, it is. Um, and look, Wolves lost to Spurs 1-0 yesterday. Uh, courtesy of a Dele Alli penalty. It wasn't a great game. It's pretty boring. But look, Wolves actually had chances. Um, they definitely could have had one or two. Uh, Damatoro missed a sitter. Um, and I think, look, Wolves, again, one of those, they're kind of like a bogey team where they're just a pain, a pain in the ass. And they can take points off any team on any given day. So you can't walk into that game thinking, oh, they lost to the Spurs. You know, they've lost their manager. They're not looking as good as they did two seasons ago or last season. Um, they can still get points of us easily, especially given that Southampton did it bloody yesterday. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens with that result. But I think Oli needs to bring a strong squad, and I think we need to be hungry, and we need to come out, and like we were meant to do yesterday, put the game to bed early. Take the game to them and allow them to, like, you know, put pressure on them. Make them sit deep. Make them absorb pressure. Like, be relentless going forward, and don't let them get a sniff of the ball. Don't let them get a sniff of the game. Um, and if we do that, I think we'll be able to beat them quite comfortably. But if we approach the game like we did yesterday, then honestly, it could be any result. We could sneak a win. We could draw. Might lose. That's more than possible. Um, but yeah, we just can't afford any more results like yesterday. So overall, very, very disappointing game, um, result and performance-wise. Yeah, I just hope Oli learns his lesson because I think he's a good manager and he's the right man for a job, but he's also proved that he can be quite stubborn at times um, in terms of the way he makes substitutions and rotates the team, certain players that just don't get dropped, certain players that do. Um, like with Fred's performance yesterday, I think Fred can be a good player for the team and I think he's actually, we're better off with him than without him, but... Like, if Van der Beek played like that yesterday, he would not play for the next month or two. So I think Fred and Matic should be dropped. McTominay and Van der Beek in. Um, bring on Sancho. Oh, and Sancho as well. Like, he came off the bench, but again, 
For a 70 mil player, I expect more. But again, like, just play him. Just start him. Put him at right mid. Put Greenwood up front. Take the game to them. Get the ball to his feet. Isolate him 1v1 with the fullback. Let him run up players. Because, um, like, when he coming off the bench, you could see he wasn't overly confident. Like, Sancho 1v1, he's incredibly technical. He's got great feet. And you can still see it at times. Um, since he's come off the bench for Leeds and against... Um, oh, sorry, against Leeds and against Southampton yesterday. But... He doesn't look confident like he did at Dortmund in the previous few years. Um, and there was one when he was one-on-one with the player and he laid it off to Fred. And look, we nearly scored off that chance, but I want to see him putting players on their backsides, run at them, scare them, make them make a decision, Would you know, draw fouls, win penalties, or whatever it takes, just take the game to them. And he kind of didn't really have that impact. So I think, look, if it was up to me, I'd be starting him um, and I'd be giving him the freedom to go. Get forward, get the ball, isolate your players, and, you know, try and create chances, try and create danger. And then if you change that midfield up as well, you can kind of get more numbers running forward if it's McTominay or Van der Beek. Um, and I think it'll put opponents under a lot more pressure. So hopefully, hopefully Oli can see past, I guess, the decisions he made yesterday for the lineup. Um, learn from it, and then we can start getting points, and hopefully we can get the win against Wolves next week. But look, I'll do another episode between now and then, uh, probably a day or two before the game. But otherwise, those are my thoughts on yesterday's game. Pretty disappointing, but for now, I'm out. Cheers, guys.